Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I'm going to share with you a couple of stories today from two folks who refused to compromise. Neville, in his lecture, Brazen Impudence, says, Do not compromise. Decide exactly what you want and assume you have it. If your world would change, determine what it would look like. Then construct a scene which would imply you were there. If your mental construction comes close to your fulfilled desire, your little daydream will become a fact. Do not compromise, he says. Decide exactly what you want and assume you have it. And these two stories, the folks that shared them with me, believe and know and live by the principle, imagining creates reality. So the first story is from Dan. His mother, the other day, wanted to go to the grocery store, and she needed to get some V8 juice for his father. Now, with the pandemic lockdown going on, there have been some shortages at the grocery store, so she was concerned that there wouldn't be any V8 juice at the store, and she expressed her concern to Dan. Now, Dan didn't buy into the worry. He didn't get into a sympathetic conversation with his mom or start... Uh, agreeing with her that there's going to be trouble. No, he knew exactly what to do. He created a scene in his imagination that implies the wish is fulfilled. And his wish for his mother was that she got the V8 juice that she wanted. So it was a simple scene. He imagined himself putting the can of V8 juice on the shelf in the basement. And then he says he dropped it. He let it go knowing it's done. His mom comes back from the store with the V8 juice, and Dan, just a few minutes later, finds himself doing exactly what he did in his imaginal scene, putting the can of V8 juice on the shelf. He did what Neville says here in this lecture. Decide, determine what your world would look like with the wish fulfilled, then construct a scene which would imply you are there. He knows that when he enters a scene in imagination, And he plants that seed and trusting that imaginal act, trusting his imagination that it must come to be. And it did a short time later. Thanks, Dan, for sharing that. The second story comes from Amanda. Now, I've shared Amanda's stories a number of times. She's always a good resource for stories because she gets this. She knows that imagining creates reality and she intentionally affects her life in wonderful ways with the use of imagination. So this story came in actually right before I started recording this episode. And having Dan's story and her story, I decided to change what I was talking about today. But today I just wanted to share with you these stories instead and talk about uh, not compromising your ideal. So here's Amanda's story. Last night, I cooked Thai coconut curry, and I was wishing for a big shallow bowl to put it in so that I could plop the rice on top. I didn't imagine for a bowl like that. I imagined that the bowl I had was the bowl I wanted. I walked into the house that I clean on Wednesdays, and I get a text from the owner. She says, there are some dishes on the table if you want them. And guess what was there? Of course, the bowl. I don't know if you caught it the way what she said she imagined. She says, I didn't imagine for a bowl like that. I imagined that the bowl I had was the bowl I wanted. 
that's the difference between thinking of your wish and thinking from your wish fulfilled. She moved into the state of having the bowl, not even imagining some way of getting the bowl. No, she decided right then, no, the bowl I have is the bowl I wanted. And she let it go. The next day, fewer than 24 hours later, she gets the bowl in a wonderful way that she could not have predicted. That's not something you can devise or try to manipulate. Now, Amanda has another principle she lives by, and that's uh, reducing waste in the environment. She chooses to uh, spend most of her buying is uh, done on secondhand items, 75%, she says. That's her goal, and she sticks to it. She doesn't want to contribute to waste in the environment. So uh, usually in a case like this, when she has the idea for a bowl, a specific dish that she wants, she would go to the secondhand store. It's a wonderful store in her city. I've been to it. But with the pandemic, that store is closed. So she had no option to go purchase a secondhand dish that she wanted. And she could have certainly have gone to a retail store and bought one brand new. It wasn't a financial issue. It was this other principle that she lives by. So she didn't want to compromise her principle. Certainly could have bought a brand new one, but no. The bowl I have is the bowl I wanted. And then she gets it. Now Amanda truly lives by the principle. Imagining creates reality. And everywhere she goes, whenever she's doing, if she knows something, that there's something she wants, if she has a desire, she immediately assumes she has it. And here's another story from Amanda. Yesterday, I was at my dad's and saw this beautiful green planter and thought, I like that. If he gets rid of it, I want it. But I didn't say anything. Today we went and guess what he asked if I wanted? The green planter. So she didn't ask her dad for it. She just assumed that it would be hers. And the next day, it is hers. And that's a good example of how whatever you imagine, whatever your desire is, whatever it is, however crazy it might be, if you assume the feeling of it being done and sustain that feeling, the state that would have brought about that feeling must be objectified in your life. And there are three great examples from Dan and two from Amanda, where you don't compromise what you want. Know what you really want. Don't be ambiguous about it. Be very clear on what you want. It doesn't have to be a specific dollar amount. It could be very specifically financial freedom. Instead of, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. But I think, from personal experience, being specific on things works out perfectly. You can be specific and you can be general. It's the feeling that you capture and that feeling that you you sustain, that subtle, simple, quiet knowing that it's done. Often, I used to compromise with uh, what I wanted. I would imagine up some wonderful things, shoot, shoot for the moon, you know? Okay, good. Seed planted. And then some time would pass and nothing was coming about. So then I would start to negotiate with myself. Well, maybe 
okay, I don't need $10,000 this month, maybe uh, $5,000. I can get by with $5,000 if a couple days pass. Okay, maybe $5,000, I don't really need that. Hell, $750 is what I really, really need. You know, the next day, negotiating some more. <laughs> okay, $750, I can do without, uh, I could skip a bill. Okay, if I can just get $300 by tomorrow, I'll be fine. And I was very frustrated. I had a lot of frustration because I kept compromising what I wanted. I didn't stick to the ideal. It's okay to shoot for the moon. It's okay to imagine beyond what you've ever experienced. That's the whole point. We're constantly, we grow and then we want to grow some more. You fill up that, that new state and let's push the boundaries. Let's expand. Like that verse I quoted the other day. The kingdom of heaven is expanding in some of you right now. And I think, from my own experience, the best way to get to that point and to understand that, this kingdom of heaven that the Bible talks about and that Neville talks about, is your imagination. That's what this is the creator of everything we experience. So how can you ever get to know your imagination as being one with you if you don't continue to push, push past what's comfortable? Yeah, we're just getting by, but let's do better. Yeah, we're doing really well, but let's do better. Let's do something different. You don't have to always be getting a new, bigger house. You want a new house? That's great. Get inside that new house. Want to try different things in life? Do it. That's what makes this life so beautiful. The differences. All the different flavors and nuances of this experience. So know what you really want. Make it clear. And assume it's done. Assume the feeling of already being that. Of having that. Of experiencing that. Sustain that feeling. And the state that would have brought about that feeling must be objectified. I want you to share your stories with me. Keep them coming. I love reading your stories and answering your questions. If you have a topic you want me to talk about, let me know. Feelingtwisty at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Feeling Twisty Podcast. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.